Hi, everybody, and welcome to Practical Balance. My name is Jackie Schwab, and this episode is sponsored by The Diamond Factor. So what are we doing here on Practical Balance? Well, the first thing is, is we're going to actually provide practical tools that you can take away and work with as you leave the leave each episode. And so we're going to provide practical steps that allow you to gain or regain some sort of work-life balance, work-life integration, whatever is your favorite word. So um, what we want to make sure of is you can continue to crush it in your life and in your career without neglecting yourself or your loved ones. So that's enough of the intro. Why don't we get started? The first thing we want to talk about in our very first episode is how to clear the clutter from your life. And that allows us to have more room to do other things. So you might say clearing the clutter, really, that's how you're going to start with balance. Well, yeah, because we started out with something imbalance. And usually if we have an imbalance, it's because there's stuff in the way, right? So what are the problems about staying in clutter? Well, the first problem is we won't have any time to learn new skills. I mean, just think about right now in the middle of all the things you have going on, trying to figure out a new skill. I mean, really, it just seems insurmountable, doesn't it? And the other problem right now that we're facing with a lot of clutter is we don't have any time to implement, even if we did learn a new skill. And last but not least is we feel like we don't really have time to establish new or productive habits. So what are we going to do about this? Well, first thing we're going to do is look at what are the opportunities that we can get by reducing the clutter in our life and how does that help us achieve more balance. The first thing we do is we'll find that we have a little bit more time to learn. Within that we'll have a little bit more time to implement the things that we want to implement. And last but not least, but certainly the most important, is that we can establish habits that allow us to be different with out having to remember to be different. And I think that's the key because if we're saying we don't have time to learn it, we don't have time to implement it. Well, let's say we find a little bit of time to clear some clutter out and then you find some time to learn it. Well, who has time to remember all the things that they're learning in the midst of all the stuff that they're doing? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So there are five key secrets to success. Hopefully we can scroll up. Yeah, great. So five secrets to success in terms of clearing out the clutter. And so the first is I really like this tool. I try to make a lot of my tools make sense in terms of easy letters to remember, easy uh, things to see. But the D3 declutter tool is really one of my favorite because it's three simple things that we can do. We can delete throw away, toss, get rid of, right? So D, we can delegate or donate as in ask someone else to do it, tell someone else to do it, or we can do it, right? So that's really how you start to declutter. You delete the thing or throw it out. You give it to someone else to do or someone or just give it to someone else or you, you get it done, right? So that's our very first, the first key, I believe, to the secrets of decluttering. The next one is this idea of small hinges swing big doors. And you may be thinking like, um, sure, what's that all about? Well, essentially the idea is we don't have to make 
big, huge, sweeping reprogramming of our heads, our minds, our bodies, and everything. We need to make teeny tiny little changes. And these teeny tiny little changes actually make a huge impact. Just think of a giant barn door, right? A huge barn door or the door to your front house, front of your house. And you see the hinges about this big, a couple of inches, right? So we have a couple of inches that we're looking at on the door, but the door is as big of a person as a person. And yet it can still allow us to swing that whole door. And that's really the concept that we're talking about is doing teeny tiny little changes, decluttering for a teeny tiny bit of time and seeing how the impact is much bigger. Now, all that sounds great, but I'm sure you've decluttered before. I'm sure you've heard about habits before, but how are we going to make this stick? Well, the big thing is I like to call it a MOFA. I learned that through um, Health Coach Institute when I was doing some training there, but your MOFA is not mother fofas, right? It's actually your motivating factor. So what is this, the why behind what you're trying to do? And what is that clear outcome that you want to achieve, right? So I personally would like to shed some pounds. Okay, so if that's the case, if I just start running a marathon every day, I'm violating the first principle or second principle of small hinges, right? Plus I'm going to crash, I'm going to burn, it's not going to get done. Um, if I say I want to lose some weight, well, it's really hard for me and my mind to visualize that and to know what I really want. So really get clear in your outcome. I want to lose three pounds of or three inches from my waist so that I can play with my kids. I can go outside, whatever that is. And just like we've all heard again, but just to reiterate the idea of creating a smart outcome, which is um, smart, right? Specific, not general. So three inches, not less weight. Measurable as in inches, not some. Attainable or achievable. So like I said, not a marathon runner, but start out with a couple of inches. Relevant or realistic. I've heard R gone both ways, but both kind of get to the same idea. Um, relevant in that it matters to your life right now. It matters to your big why of doing it and realistic, again, not that you're going to try to you know, run the marathon when you weigh 782 pounds. And T is time bound. So something that's within a box, the beginning and end, and you have that. Now, if we talk about, so we talked about kind of the D3 tool to start the decluttering, let's do it in smaller amounts, establish the why we want to do it, how we're going to do it. And the next is the one thing, a big thing we do with the crash and burn of trying to declutter, trying to establish a new habit, is we try to change everything all at once. We try to change all of the things in our life. So pick one area. Now, when we talk about um, very specifically some actions in a minute, that one area might be just your living room. That one area might be physically just your body. That one area may be um, meditating every day to get your head clear. But we can't, shouldn't, we, we can't forget how, if you want to be different without having to remember to be different, then we need to establish something that it's such a habit that it becomes a routine, that it becomes more than a routine, but a ritual. And when it becomes a ritual, it just becomes a part of who you are, a part of your identity. And therefore, we don't have to spend all that time in those cycles remembering to do it. So the one thing, right, that's the other, one of those other keys to success. And the last one is 
learning to juggle birds instead of bowling balls. And what that means to me is creating small, the smallest possible chunk you can think of, the teeny weeniest little tiny habit and doing it over and over and over again. So instead of feeling like you're juggling bowling balls in the air, it becomes automatic and it becomes like juggling birds who very often when you forget could still stay flying. So those are the top five keys to success. Why don't we dig into what your action plan could be so that if you decide to take on some of this decluttering activities, so you have room for some of the things we're going to do in the next week, that you have a way to get there. So the very, very first thing I want you to consider is brainstorming the one, right? So for me, it might be decluttering some inches off my waist. And if I'm really specific and it's physical and it's off of my waist, then maybe I'm not doing running. Maybe I'm doing more sit-ups. Maybe I'm doing more crunches. Maybe I'm doing that like new figure eight activity they have, like trying to get your abs and your obliques together. But brainstorm the one. But that means brainstorming it, right? What are all the different things that you might want to look at and, and tackle? And then we want to go to the next step, which is to select a super easy, super, super, super easy, super easy habit to start and a high impact one. So, and, and if I might add one that you can kind of see results sort of simply or quickly. Uh, if we weren't doing a body clutter idea, maybe we were doing um, a bathroom clutter. One super easy habit to start with to see immediate results is if you're not great about throwing out the trash, right? So the first time you throw out the trash, you're gonna throw out the trash and immediately get like the like button, you get your little high, you did it, right? And the next day when you throw out the trash, like it's an immediate easy habit to start, easy habit to do every day, and it has a high impact, right? You can also feel it and celebrate it really easily. The third thing on your action plan to consider is putting this baby on your actual calendar, not on your I'm gonna schedule do things 15 minutes a day, I have a little notebook on the side of my thing. If you are a professional woman that is working if it is on your calendar, you're gonna do it, right? You're not gonna miss the meeting with your boss. You're not gonna miss the Zoom call with your kid's teacher. You're not gonna miss um, your hair appointment. That baby goes on the calendar, right? So, so can your new habit you're creating. So can your one, that one thing. It's an, it's an appointment with you. A really appointment, important appointment with you. Say that 10 times fast, appointment with you. Ugh, yeah. Number four is use the D3 on your MOFA, right? Get into, if your habit is you want to have less clutter in your bathroom, we start with deleting. We're gonna delete the trash in the bathroom, right? Maybe next thing we consider is, can we delegate or donate anything? Do you have though, like in your bathroom, maybe you have um, little bath toys that are in perfectly good shape, but your kids aren't using them anymore. They're not icky, right? Perhaps you can donate those, right? Or if you have kids or you have a husband, maybe you can delegate taking out all the old towels every day out of the bathroom. But make sure you use this tool in that one area to create that easy habit for 15 minutes a day so that you can really make an impact that you want to make on this, this new decluttering habit. And make sure it's related to your mofa, mofa. I want to swear every time I say that or mother fofa, you know. But what is your motivating factor? Why do you want the bathroom clean every day? 
right? What is it? Do you feel better when you shower and the bathroom smells great? Do you need the bathroom to look and feel great so that you can put makeup on every day because that's something that you really want to do and you want to feel more desirable? Why are you taking on this habit? And make sure that every time you do that quick, easy, super fast to get done 15 minute thing on your calendar using the D3 that you think about why you're doing it, right? I'm cleaning the bathroom up so that I'm in a healthy environment, right? Right now we have a lot of sickness going around. There's a virus out there. You don't want to be sick, right? So maybe one of the ways to start health to be on the road to health is to clean your environment and keep it safe and keep it smelling great. So whatever that is, really implant it and see it and smell it and hear it and feel it so that when you're doing this activity, it's not like one more of those things that you just get frustrated with. And, and, and on your calendar, guys, make sure it's on your calendar. And then the next one I want you guys to consider, it looks like my screen stopped working, is to celebrate. Celebrate that you did it. Celebrate and reflect that you have made that change, right? It's super, super important for us to feel good about the things that we're doing. Now, um, the very, very last thing is if you're going to kind of go through this exercise, sometimes it does help. Like, give me a sec, guys. I'm going to stop sharing quick and sing. And then I'm going to try to share again because what happened was it stopped changing on my screen. And I really want you guys to be able to see what's happening on the screen. So we're going to go out real quick. Um, and I'm going to hit share screen, I hope. We'll see. All right. Zoom call. Hopefully you guys are now seeing that. And then we're going to go to back to our share. Okay, good. So if we, where we ended up was, right, we're going to do the D3. We're going to look at our MOFA. We're going to celebrate and reflect. For those of you journal folks, get your journal out at the end of the day, right? We're going to do a little journaling activity and say, you know, how'd you feel about getting that done? Did it make you feel good? Do you feel like you've accomplished something, right? Was it the one? Was it the one? Was it important? Was it not important? Now, that's all fine and dandy, right? But I want to help you visualize it and not just see it as a bunch of numbers. So one of the things I use is kind of this worksheet that I put together for myself. When we talked about the first activity of brainstorming, I, I want you to think of areas to brainstorm, right? So you could say, I want to brainstorm. Uh, I want to look at the kitchen as somewhere I need to fix. We, earlier, we talked about the bathroom being an area. Maybe it's your body that you want to consider. Maybe it's your head. Maybe you need to declutter some limiting beliefs or some thoughts that aren't working for you. Uh, maybe it's your tush, right? Your tush. You need to do some updates on your tush. But brainstorm those ideas, right? Because a clear space is a clear mind and the confused mind will do nothing. That's what happens here, right? Confused mind does nothing. So we wanna really dump out all the crap like out of our heads by this brainstorming activity. So if we dump out all these things that we're considering and then some people will even take the time to make those boxes or those bubbles 
as big as the the area that they're considering. So they're like, oh, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking like, you know, the bathroom is actually kind of a little one, but man, the living room is huge. And I really want to look at that. And just kind of doing that can help. Once you get through there, next what we want to do is select what is this high impact area. Now for me, I put movement. Maybe if your example up here, if it was the living room, maybe your answer is the living room. Right? But first thing we want to do is really think about where we want to do it. And next is what's your MOFA? So I said, I'm going to say three inches from my waist. So that's specific, measurable, attainable, yeah, three, I didn't say 30. Relevant, yes, I need to. Time bound, ooh, okay, by, ooh, I don't know, that's a hard one because I don't know when I can do it by, let's just say by three months and then I'll check in and I'll check in. And then why, like why? Well, I wanna, I wanna be sexy mama, right? I want my husband to be like, hey, I also wanna fit in my jeans. I also can't afford to buy new jeans, right? So what are all the reasons why? So I can play with my kids outside in the yard, all that kind of stuff. And the next one, I really, I really, really hope you guys are getting this one, but schedule the time on your calendar. Put it in your calendar, wherever that is, so that you make sure to commit to spending that time on you and on yourself. And then last but not least, Apply, start using the tool, right? Use the D3 tool. If we decided it was movement, right? We're going to start getting stuff. Well, what can I delete out of my day so that I have room for movement? If we decided it's in the bathroom, walk in the bathroom and throw away the trash. Or what can you delegate, right? Is there anything you can have your husband help do or your kids help do? Anything you're no longer using that you can donate. And then last but not least, right? Just do it, do it, but not forever, right? Set a timer, do it, but only do it for that 15 minutes. Now, if you're not sure with that, we start out with that bigger area, right? Look at that one area we just talked about and then think of brainstorm different areas that you can, things you can do. So you could toss out the trash, maybe donate clothes, you can make a bed, ask your hubby to pick up his side of the room, fold some laundry, whatever it is. Think of 15 minute type tasks so that your mind isn't confused when you have that on your calendar to spend the 15 minutes in the bathroom doing the things that you wanna do. And like bonus points for reflecting on this guys, right? Is this a cornerstone habit? That's like, is this a habit that we can use to chain together other habits and really start creating a, um, success habit, a habit of being successful, right? So the entire point of practical balance is to give you tools that you can use, right? So don't get sick here as I go to the beginning, that you can use practical steps that allow you to have more balance in your life so you can continue to crush it in your life and your career without neglecting yourself and your loved ones. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye. Hello. Hi, let me.